Hey, Ben. You know, I think that the Pilgrims must have left England on a rainy April day. Why? <laughs> because April showers bring May flowers. <laughs> now for the real intro. <laughs> Welcome to the Altered Podcast, where we honor God and the things he does. (sighs) Can we have funny jokes next time? (laughs) What? Are you saying that that was corny? I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Yeah, I like our I like our weird intros now. Okay, I thought he would really fall for that one. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome (laughs) to the (laughs) Altered Podcast, where we honor God and the things that He does. I am sitting here around a table with four people. Four, and it's not Alex Kennedy. With our co-host Ben Burnett, our creative director and co-host. Dina Burnett, and the best-looking co-host on the Altered Podcast that just got hired, Jessica Deal. A.K.A. Sleeps on the Couch. Sleeps on the Couch. I thought it was Naps on the Couch. Oh. Sleeps through the episode. I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Yes. This is our first podcast that she has not slept through the entire thing. And she's going to be talking. What? So excited. She's smiling right now. She's, She's excited for it. She fired up. So, Ben. Yes. Hunter. How was your day? It was great, man. I tried something new today. It was called corn cob jelly. You make it out it's of corn. It's corn. Cobs. It's big. <laughs> it has the juice. Anyway, apparently it does have the juice. Because Dina, how do you make corn cob jelly? So yeah, so I had actually seen corn cob jelly in the store years and years ago when we were in some sort of store down in Gatlinburg. Oh, really? I figured it was because you're from the land of corn. <laughs> well, I am. I am. And you do see it there. But oh. that was when I first remember seeing my first jar of mm. corn cob jelly. And so I asked my dad about it and he was like, yeah, like I've seen it everywhere. And so this year we grew several rows of corn and I canned corn for the first time ever <laughs> in my life. My mom used to do it, but I never really paid attention to how she did it because she was always afraid that the pressure canner would explode, which it did one time. So she had a reason to be (laughs) scared (laughs) of the pressure canner. So now we have the safe ones, I guess, that have the extra locks on them and stuff like that. But anyway, so I canned corn for the first time. And then we had all these extra corn cobs. And I asked my dad what we were going to do with it because I remembered seeing that. And I was thinking that you needed to use the corn cobs to make this jelly. And I had read something that it tasted like, I think they called it poor man's honey. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I think I would really like to make this. And he was all about it. So I'm concerned. What? No. Okay. So you take a big pot and you take your corn cobs after you've cut the corn off and you put them in the uh, big kettle and fill it up with water let it boil, hard boil for like an hour, and then you strain that off and keep the you know, the juice, the juice. water, yeah. the, the corn cob tea essentially. And you take, I don't know, I think I took like about three and a half cups of that, a thing of pectin, and then four cups of sugar. Except <laughs> <that> together, <laughs> three and a half cups of juice and four cups of sugar. No wonder I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not exactly the healthiest thing in the world. 
but it's a thing. But no jelly is. Let's just be honest. Uh, I mean, sh- it's just full of sugar. Yep. But uh, I think it's fun to what, have. What, what color is this? Is this jelly? Like yellow? Like a yeah. pale, like a pale yellow. So yeah. it looks like honey. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had apple jelly? No. You've never had apple jelly? Oh, it's my favorite. I so believe Ben. Everything has a purpose. Yeah. Right? Apples are made for apple juice and apple cider. And apple jelly. And, uh, you know, apple sauce. Apple Not jelly. Not, see, well, we're, apple. We're, jumping, we're jumping things, man. No. Grapes are made for jelly. Okay, give them a purpose. Okay? I, I like to eat grapes. I like to have apple jelly, apple butter. Oh, man. Have you ever had an apple butter cake? This is, this is good old Kentucky <laughs> right here. So, by the way, it, it did strike me because we actually went back and listened to the first podcast just a second ago, and my accent was terrible, and I know it is right now too. Um, <laughs> Apple butter. <laughs> but now that we're yeah, now that we're talking about good old Kentuckyisms, because that's where we're from, and we're we're recording. Well, that's where you're from. That's oh yeah, that, that's true. That's where I'm from. Dina's from Indiana. Um, but Dina, one of I mean, it is it is canning season in Kentucky. But what is what does it mean to can corn? Like, are you getting like a tin can out and you putting corn in it and <laughs> like what are you well, doing? I don't think anybody thinks that. Uh, well, when you say canning corn. I mean, but, but Northerners may not know what you're talking about. Well, that's no, very Civil War talk. I mean, damn <laughs> <laughs> <them> Yankees partner. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that they know what that means. But there might be somebody no, out there that don't. So hey, when, we have listeners in Zimbabwe. They probably have no clue what you're talking about. Wow, well, that's corn. very offensive to Zimbabweans. About so when you well, can call it something you else. have two different ways that you can do it. And so I did the method that's called raw packing. Mm-hmm. And so that's where you take the corn and you shuck it. And then, you know, you get all the little... Um, the hairs, strings, the silks. Yeah, the silks off of it. And it's good. That was good terminology right yep. there. The silks. <laughs> The silks off of it. And then you cut the corn off of it, and you place it in a hot jar. Mm-hmm. And in a hot jar. <laughs> a <laughs> hot glass jar. Yeah. We used quartz. Yep. Um, that jar is fine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. And you there. place the, the jars. That, well, okay, so you, you put the corn in there, and then you uh, put a teaspoon of canning salt, mm-hmm. which is different. It can't have iodine or any special minerals in it. Um Put that in there and then fill it up with water, you know, you know with an inch headspace at the top. Wipe the top with some white vinegar to make sure that your seal is going to be good. Place the canning lid on it. Screw the, uh, um, the ring on it, you know, kind of hand tight. And then you place that in your pressure canner. Mm-hmm. And you need to make sure that you fill your pressure canner up with however much water it recommends. So what is the ultimate goal? For the, for the jar to seal and the and the food be preserved, right? Yeah. Without having to refrigerate. Yeah. That was that was what I was getting at. Oh, okay. I thought you wanted to know <laughs> how <laughs> well, you went. You went deep. I well, was just wanting like a thousand. Okay. Feet. And, and hit, in my defense, you were not there when we canned it. I was. Or processed it. I so I didn't know if that's where you were going with this. I didn't know if this is now like Dina's canning with lessons. Dina. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Dina's canning know, lessons. Here we go, guys. Um, we gotta get this back on track. So welcome to the Ultra Podcast, where we. <laughs> Where we cook <laughs> with Dina Burnett. <laughs> we do. Ha! Hey, first episode we talked about her brownies. Now we're talking about her corn. And, and this is coming out on the first Tuesday of November. It is. So we're talking about Thanksgiving. Woop, woop. And then Christmas. Can you? Can we celebrate Thanksgiving I before you jump into that. this holiday? Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you. Children, children, children. I'm sitting back. here looking at children. your back. Amazon Wishlist magazine, Hunter. What am I supposed to be thinking That's about? my wife's. Speaking of that, guess who we have on the podcast today? 
again after we've already talked about it for just a second, <laughs> and then we like derailed hard. We have Jessica, <laughs> she who sleeps during most podcasts, here with us today. Jessica, will you tell us a little bit about yourself? Where do you work at? So I'm a nurse. Cool. At um, assisted living mm-hmm. center here in Richmond, cool. Kentucky. Tell me about your family. Oh, well, I got two daughters uh-huh. and a husband. Yep. Yes, he does. Who's, <laughs> <the purpose driving. laughs> who's kind of like a big old, never mind, big old baby himself. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah. I am too. It's okay, buddy. Uh, tell me about your salvation story. So I went to EKU here, uh, Eastern Kentucky University, yeah. for some of my uh, nursing uh, credits. And I met Benedina there. Um, and, the, and they do the Chi Alpha uh, campus ministry there. And um, and I didn't, I think, let's see, I started going about September. And one of the, I want to say he was like a friend of my brother's. He was in his last year there and he was pretty involved with Chi Alpha. And uh, he, his mom knew my mom and they kind of got, touch in touch with each other and my mom was like hey um Shane's Shane's there why don't you you know get in touch with him I was like um okay but he ended up getting in touch with me and he's like hey come to church with me tonight and it was on a Wednesday night and it was my first time at real life and then that's when I met Ben and Dina um he had picked me up at my dorm and um history was <laughs> and I never left Pretty yeah. much. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but then... Something significant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> so, <laughs> I met Hunter in the spring semester. So, it was from January or so. And he he was a, told me he was going to be a pastor. And I thought that was interesting because usually kids that age, that young, did not know that kids. what they want to... He, mean, was he, was like <laughs> he was 17. He was 17. A little baby. <laughs> little, little six foot seven baby. If I was a prophet, I would have knew that I would have been the co-host of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but you weren't. Anyway, Continue. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Well, um, but uh, I had some rough patches along the way. Uh, I think it was before I met Hunter that I realized I was that I gave my life to Jesus. And uh, not too long after that, that's when I met Hunter. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Yep. And then we got to baptize you, which was super cool. Yes. Yep. Uh, that water was freezing cold. Gosh, it was so cold. <laughs> it was super funny. It was the it middle was. of January, though. So. Yeah, it was. My feet were frozen by the time we got done. Oh, my feet were blue, I think. Uh, you <laughs> swam out of the water. I dunked <laughs> you, and you were just like, I'm gone. And you were just swimming away. Well, I, like, I lost my footing because it was really cold. Yeah. So. Well, you got couldn't yeah. feel my feet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I just swam. <laughs> so I know that, you know, most baptisms are not usually hooked up to like a wa- hot water tank. But well, how do they how do how are people baptizing in like warm water? Well, some of them are hooked up to like basically hot tub pumps. Yeah. It's a little different, but basically it's that and it, it circulates warm water, so you turn it on mm-hmm. and then it does its thing like and it's actually warm. Like a hot tub? Yeah, like a hot kind of like a hot tub except you don't have the jets and stuff. Um well ours doesn't have that. We have to put a well, at the time, we put a, um, 
it was like a cattle trough <laughs> warmer upper thing to keep it from freezing over. We had like four of those on a pole, and we just lowered into the water, but it only stuck down like a foot and a half. So the top foot and a half was kind of nice, depending on if they got it in there like four days ahead of time. Otherwise, even the top part was cold. But it never, it never warmed up your feet. So, I mean, like, you would get in there, and your feet would be 30 degrees because it's 30 degrees outside. And the rest of your body is, well, I mean, in that case, I don't know. I don't think that thing was warm at all. We were dying. Oh, it was bad. When I hit the water. The music was just playing. Like, (laughs) Ben's just standing back there while the music was playing, and Ben's like, (laughs) yeah, literally, like, you can see me on the the video, like, my teeth are chattering as I'm trying to talk about, Jessica, do you, did you, like, yeah. I know we can always tell how cold it is by when the pastor gets in, no matter which pastor it is, of how he goes, whoo! Yeah, that's the truth. It, it ain't. I mean, it may be a little bit of the Holy Ghost, but it's mostly just that cold water. Good guy. Hey, hey, Jess, what's your favorite pizza? Pepperoni. Hey. Hey. That wasn't. I didn't think it asked what my favorite pizza was. Back uh, when we did your first podcast. No. Well, what's your favorite pizza? <laughs> it is a meat feast pizza from Claire's Pizza King. It's very specific. It is. She's like, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna, here is the menu picture. <laughs> 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 they do have a double decker bus inside of it. It's kind of cool. Oh. Yeah. I do have their number saved in my phone. It's because they give you 20% off for having their their number in your phone. They'll give you 20% off. Yeah. So if anybody else would like to eat at Claire's Pizza King in Richmond, <sighs> it is located on Northwest 5th Street. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, they're open from 9, <laughs> nine yeah. to 5. If, if you would like to support us, Claire's Pizza King, you can oh, message us at the Ultra Podcast oh Facebook goodness. page. Anyway, so now that we've done all that, we need to thank some people because... We have this lovely hosting platform that hosts all of our stuff for free. And so, at this time, we're going to thank Anchor.fm right now. Yeah. Yeah. I got a drink of water in the break. No, I didn't. Because it wasn't that long. It's five seconds for us. It's forever. (laughs) (laughs) So, the Halloween episodes i think went great mm-hmm. so we're gonna be talking about thanksgiving because and i know everybody who is like all adhd or whatever uh who's like you have to your series have just dropped off living that christian life and god working and the interruptions and blah, well now blah, blah. we're in the fall season so know. that's living that fall life <laughs> <laughs> so but you know you had some big ones come up you had some hall yeah we're in the holiday season so we're we had halloween um, which next year we won't have to talk about in such a great detail True. because we just did it this year. Um, now we got Thanksgiving and then Christmas is coming up. So we'll, we'll so Dina, don't, every time, every time I say Christmas, I want to close my eyes just for the smile that she has. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, yes, then Christmas is coming up and then we'll have to, um, then we'll jump back into all of our fancy little, um, series that we had but we actually have one in november coming up we do november 29th the last november podcast is going to be thankful for the interruptions yep yep so i'm I'm excited for that one yeah buddy so just like but just like in the first halloween this is just an overview talking about uh thanksgiving and thankfulness and things like that just this episode alone so dina has the history and all this good stuff about Thanksgiving that she's going to share right here, right now, live. Teach I know, something. and they gave me a time limit because I could go on and on and on and on and on about this 
Hey, I went down from 10 pages to two pages of notes, okay? Wow. Whoa. Ben's face, whenever he saw my notes, was like, <laughs> oh my goodness. But this is, I love teaching history about the holidays. It's one of the things I always enjoy. I love having the kids look it up. So, what? Say close to that mic. I am. Oh. oh. She was like, like, all kinds of stuff. Well. Anyway, continue. Anyway. You always talk about me being too loud on here. It's because I actually stay near the mic. <laughs> and you all know it's true because you listen every week. All right. So the history of Thanksgiving. All right. So it all begins. I knew that's how it was going to start. What? It all began <laughs> on a cold winter's day in 19... 19- it has to no. begin somewhere. It does. All right. Um, so September 1620 when... The uh, colonists, the uh, Plymouth colonists, left Plymouth, England, <laughs> carrying 102 passengers. They um, went 66 days until they landed in Cape Cod, and then one th- month later, they crossed into what is now Massachusetts Bay. 1621. Um, well, hang on. Let's let's take that back just a little bit. So they. Um, the first winter was really, really harsh. So they landed, you know, about November-ish, December-ish, however you want to count those uh, days. Uh, but um, m- most of the colonists uh, lived on the boat because they, you know, couldn't stay at the Holiday Inn. That wasn't a thing. <laughs> yep. Oh, so, man. Yeah. Um, no Best Westerns, none of that. Um, so most of them died of exposure because they are living on a boat. In, you know, the cold. Uh, They died of scurvy and some other outbreaks of different uh, contagious diseases. Only half lived through the winter. Wow. Yeah. Um, I feel thankful already. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, that was hard. They couldn't just... This is what I try to tell the students, too. You know, they just couldn't go to the Walmarts or Mm -hmm. the Kroger's to get uh, groceries or, you know... 7-Eleven to get a Slurpee. But um, in March, they began to move ashore, and they received a visit from um, a member of a Native American tribe who greeted them in English, which was very surprising to them, Hmm. which there's a long story, and I could have go into a long banner, but, you know, uh, people had visited America way before this. So, several days later, they uh, brought another dude named Squanto over to meet with them. And Squanto taught them how to cultivate corn, Hunter. Um, I bet you he didn't turn it into jelly, though. (laughs) (laughs) I bet he did. Well, he probably didn't have pectin, but I'm sure they figured (laughs) it out. So, um, or glass. But uh, uh, he also taught them how to extract maple syrup. Um, which was a form of sugar that they could use, um, how to catch fish from rivers, and how to avoid poisonous plants. Very that's important. It, that's important. Yeah. Um, and so uh, he helped the pilgrims to uh, form an alliance with another uh, local Native American tribe, the Wampanoag Indians. Um, and so the first Thanksgiving, um, it is believed that they ate fowl, wild game, and uh, some of the harvested fruits and vegetables that they had, um, they unfortunately probably did not have pumpkin pie, mm. which is really sad. You know what I think of that? I don't like pumpkin pie. It's foul. Oh, I love pumpkin pie. 
Not a fan. You know what else is delicious, by the way, now that it's Thanksgiving season? Candy corn. Oh, I love it. No. So good. Don't like pumpkin pie, man. Gosh. You don't like anything good. I don't like any pie. (laughs) You don't like cake either. You like nothing sweet. I am the I am the weirdest eating fat man in the world. <laughs> nothing sweet. All right. So moving on. So uh, in 1621, you know they celebrated their first autumn harvest festival thing. Um, and the second Thanksgiving, I thought this was interesting. Uh, Governor William Bradford called for a religious fast before Thanksgiving because of the uh, that they had experienced a long drought that had threatened their harvest. And so um, actually having a religious fast before Thanksgiving kind of became a common practice mm. in uh, ar- around like what is now the New England states um, before Thanksgiving. <laughs> and so for about two more centuries, Individual colonists and states had their own sort of harvest and Thanksgiving celebration. And then in 1863, this is in the middle of the Civil War, Abraham Lincoln proclaimed Thanksgiving to be a national holiday. Good old Abe. Yeah, buddy. Man. He was the man. Yeah. Stopped the Civil War, ended slavery, and... Well, well, he didn't stop the Civil War. He died in the middle of the Civil War. That's why I don't go to plays. And then, <laughs> Ben's like, sure. sure. <laughs> well, did he stop the Civil War? Wait, what? Ben. Now i got to think back to ben. history. He did stop the he Civil War. He did stop War. the Civil War. Well, he, so he freed the slaves. The Emancipation Proclamation. When did it end versus when did he die? I read a oh, book on man. this, actually. It was really good. I'm going to go over oh, here goodness. in the corner and sleep real quick. Y'all just wake me up when Ben figures it out. Anyway. I'll let Ben have his history lesson as he Google searches. But anyway, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Let's so move what on. is Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving is a holiday where we celebrate... Thankfulness. Thankfulness. Where we are thankful for things because the pilgrims were thankful back in the day because they didn't have no food and then they have food. Praise the Lord. I'm thankful for Honest Abe who Eat. stopped the Civil War. <laughs> <Stopped> the Civil <laughs> so Ben, yes. what does it mean to be thankful? Well... Hey, ask if you don't mind. Ask Hunter that question. I'm going to look up. This. <laughs> I got to oh find out. <laughs> All right. So it is now the three of us. So hey, Jess, Hunter. what does it mean to be th- thankful? Well, um, the definition that I found on the Googles says the expression of gratitude, and this says especially to God. So that was the definition for Thanksgiving. I on was Google. Very, on Google. It's the first thing that popped up. That's awesome. That is awesome. You know what else is awesome? <laughs> Abraham Lincoln did oversee the end of the American Civil War. Oh, my goodness. You just now Yay! figured this out. Well, I couldn't remember if he died right before it. This is why you're no longer an elementary teacher. That's true. This is why you don't get pay raises on the podcast. <laughs> I know. I've never, I've never gotten a single one, I don't think. Jess, you get a pay raise. Oh, <laughs> Anyway. So, yeah. So, how to be thankful. I missed that part. But, yeah, the expression of gratitude, absolutely. Well, yeah, and I think that... Um, First, you have to realize that you have blessings in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how you be thankful. You yeah. have to realize that it, things could be worse. Mm-hmm. Um, even though everything in your life isn't going. <laughs> what? You're, you're a glass of empty kind of guy, aren't you? <laughs> you have to realize that things could be worse. <laughs> but, you know, I think that something that we struggle with today is actually being thankful and having gratitude toward things. Do you guys agree with that? Yeah, I do, because I think things are just, people are just so used to getting handed things over and over and over again. 
They've, they've, never, they've never had to struggle for anything in the sense of like money, food, whatever. What is what is up? You get looking at me with these eyes. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> I was just thinking, stuck on the Abraham. I was actually <laughs> what I was thinking was you kids get off my lawn, even though you're like 24 or something. Such a young. Oh my gosh! He's talking like an old man. Everybody's been given everything back in my day. <laughs> it's because I'm a 24 year old has to work. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I will agree. But you know, like what kind of got me caught on that? Which I, it's kind of something I've been thinking about anyway. But I was at Hobby Lobby the other day. Oh gosh, yes. that's always a scary. The Lord's thing. Craft Store. The second and scariest so, phrase in my house. I was at Hobby Lobby the other day, and. <laughs> But I was going up and down the aisles, and everything on those like little pumpkins and little pieces of wood that are way overpriced with stickers on them, you know, said, be thankful, be grateful, blah, 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 blah. And I was thinking, you know, there's a lot of people that are not actually thankful that really need to listen to their $20 pieces of wood. So That's true. Yeah. And thankful means to be pleased. That's what yeah. the Google says, so to be pleased. I researched huh. um, and just looked up ways to be thankful or um, different things like that. And so in 2016, Forbes magazine came up with this eight ways to be to have more gratitude. <laughs> and I thought this was really cool, and so I wanted to share it. So the number one was don't be picky and appreciate everything. Nice. And that really kind of stuck out to me because how many times have – you notice somebody that people have done something really nice for them and they just pick everything apart about how awful it was. Yeah, that's very true. But I have a problem with the very first one. Why? <laughs> we'll read You're it being again. picky, Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> well, read it again. Read it again. Don't be picky and appreciate everything. Okay, so, but to be thankful, then you have to appreciate everything. Which I feel like appreciation and thankfulness goes hand in hand. It does. Yeah. It's a strategy for being thankful. Right. But so then, then I need a strategy of how to how to appreciate everything. <laughs> see how me see what the problem is? Ah. Maybe I should just stop being so picky. <laughs> <laughs> Hunter, I appreciate you. Thanks, man. Even if you are picky. That's I'm just thankful like if for somebody, you, man. You know, bakes brownies for somebody. That's not me. You know, like somebody <laughs> else bakes brownies for somebody. <laughs> and then they're picky that it's not my brownies. Ah. Or I don't know. Maybe it has too much oil or egg. Or yeah, just know. just be just be happy that the brownies are yeah. made for you. It was a good gesture. Yep. Thank you for doing something that you didn't have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate. So because their they took the time to go get the ingredients, to think of you while they were shopping, mm-hmm. they spent money on you, even if it was two dollars at Aldi's. They still spent money on you mm-hmm. and time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brought it home. I feel like this is what's that story of the little hen that like cooks all the things and I mean I'm just saying this is going back to my rant. They, you know, baked it (laughs) for you and took it to you. They did. Or you went to their house and got it. I don't know. But anyway. Yeah. They did all those things. Because people aren't used to working for their own stuff. Everything's just handed to them. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) Jessica, control your husband over there. There's no controlling him. Ah, that's so true. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Th- I'm, I mean, when you don't work for things, 
It's like this. It's like this. Well, I got I got number two right here. All right. Well, there's nine things. No, I, you don't have number oh, two. Oh, I got I it. I got number it. Number two <laughs> is finding gratitude in your challenges. I was about to say that because I was I was about to be this an example. Okay. Boom. Holy Spirit moment. Maybe maybe not. <clears throat> His hands clear. are flying like crazy right now. I wish we were. Was it now, vlogging? Now, it's, I was about to use a football example. It's like you win every game, right? But it's the kids who never show up to practice and never plays the snap in the game, because they, but they just dress up and sit on the sidelines. But then they go everywhere, and they're like, well, we won the Super Bowl. We did this. We won the championship. But they didn't appreciate the hard work and the effort it took to get there. You have to be able to sit in there and say, I worked hard even when I didn't feel like it. That's how you're truly thankful for those things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that I that mean, is number mean, two to a T. Well, and finding gratitude in some of your losses as well. Because See, that's a good one too. Yeah. Because sometimes you have to I mean, not everything's gonna be a win. You know, you have to figure out See, that was a very glass half empty kind of response. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, no, because I'm thankful now. <laughs> Maybe not in the moment I wasn't, but you know, you have to think about that is you have to lose just a little bit in order to grow overall to, to be a well-rounded what person. You had. Yeah. Oh. Ooh, that's good. Oh. Hey, what's number 3 on that list? Practice mindfulness. And so with this, and I've heard this several other places as well, is that if you practice mindfulness and you do this and practice this every single day, it will actually literally rewire your brain to be more grateful and you will actually feel more happier and have a greater uh, like um, happiness and empathy mm-hmm. toward others. Practice mindfulness. Mm-hmm. There's so actually a guy that I follow on YouTube. Um, it's Ronan Tactical. I'm trying to remember what the guy's name is. Um, he's, he's a Christian. He talks about, um, his, his journey of faith and a whole bunch of other stuff, but, um, he actually talks about mindfulness a lot. And, and when you practice mindfulness, what you're doing is you're trying to, you know, most people, they live in the, what is the next thing that I have to do where mindfulness is living in the here right now? Um, most people don't appreciate this moment because they're so busy trying to get to the next. And so to practice mindfulness means I block all that other stuff out. I don't think about the past. I don't think about the future. I think about right now. Yeah, the quality or state of being conscious or aware of something. Right, in the now. Yep. Yep. Yeah, super cool. And I think we can definitely do that during our prayer time. Oh, yeah. Oh, Dina laying down the facts. That That is fact. Actually, so I was actually struggling with this the other day because I sat down to pray and just stuff entered my mind and just kept coming and kept coming. Um, and I have this verse on my lock screen now because it was so important to me. Second Corinthians 10, 4 and 5. It says, we demolish arguments and every proud thing that is raised up against the knowledge of God. And we take every thought captive to obey Christ. And I was just like, you know, taking those thoughts captive, trying to be mindful because I was like, oh, I got other stuff to do today. Nope. This is the, this is the thing. Right. I was listening to a sermon and they were talking about how um, multitasking is an abomination to God. And I was like, whoa. What? Because when you're, when you, if you, and if you think about it, when you're trying to like squeeze God in, but you got all these other important quote unquote things to do during the day, there's nothing more important than God. Hmm. Multitasking is an abomination. I was yeah, like, wow. Yeah, you shouldn't be a multitasking in your God time. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I was blown away. Sorry. I didn't mean to no, continue. That was great. Yeah. Okay. So number four is keeping a gratitude journal, which oh. if you want to turn that into Christianese, you know, a prayer journal. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> to you know, how many journals things. I got by? <laughs> Just one. Just one. Yeah. So writing down the things that you're thankful for. You can use it for more than one thing. <laughs> You know, and it could even be just the simple things mm-hmm. that you're appreciative of. Because I think that when you go back to read those, mm-hmm. I don't know if people do that, but I think they should go back and read in their prayer journals things that, you know, they were experiencing a year ago and where the Lord's brought them this year. Yeah. A cool exercise that I like to do sometimes is, um, and I heard this from somebody, they said, imagine what would happen if you lost tomorrow everything you did not thank God for today. And then pray that out. It, it makes you thankful for so much more. Like, I'm thankful for the shoes that are on my feet. Because if I didn't have those tomorrow, I would hate going to work. You know what I mean? Like, I'm thankful for the cars that are in the driveway. I'm thankful for my wife, who I don't thank God for enough. I'm thankful for my salvation, which I always forget to thank God for, even though that's, like, the keyest thing in my whole life. I'm thankful that I have eyes in my head that work. Like, there's so, there's so much stuff. I'm thankful for the hairs on my head because <laughs> mine are fleeting and they run away in fear. And so I want them to stay. And so I'm thankful that the Lord has given me hairs on my head to keep my head warm. <laughs> Half your head warm. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's slowly getting colder. <laughs> I'll buy you a toboggan. <laughs> anyway. Dina's like, how am I going to keep this on track? Yeah, we're all. So yeah. anyway, moving on. Number five was volunteering. Ooh, at your local church, (laughs) food pantry. (laughs) Well, I mean, if you think about it, the more people that volunteer for doing things, because how many people have an opinion about things that need to be fixed or done? But if we all actually just went and did the things that we feel super passionate about, we wouldn't have all these things that don't have people to do them. Yeah, and then you get to really see what God has blessed you with, and you see the down. Sometimes people are down and out. You get to really say, "Wow, you know, I'm thankful that I have, you know, food, and I'm thankful that I have an easy access to food, and I'm thankful I have money to go buy food from the store." Where some people are just, you know, are hurting in the t- this time of ra- raising prices, and there's a lot of worry out there. Um, so sometimes we're not, like Ben said, we're not thankful for just the common access that we have to things. And mm-hmm. well, volunteering will make you see that other people do struggle out there. It's not just all cupcakes and rainbows um, in everybody else's household either. I love volunteering. Like if I have to actually hold myself back sometimes <laughs> <laughs> of volunteering myself too much because I just love blessing people. Mm-hmm. I just think it's so much fun. Yep. I, I will say this. If we got paid... For all the volunteering that we did sitting around this table, we would all be millionaires. I'm just saying for the, all the hours we put in to doing something between church, football, Chi Alpha, mm-hmm. you know, just. And the hundred other things. And the Alter podcast and yeah. whatever <laughs> else. Like, there's just, yeah, the, the thousand things. We, and that's, I think that's very rare to have such a good group of, I mean, this is, we, all, all of our friends do that. I don't think I can think of one core group of friends in our group that that doesn't volunteer like that yeah that's true what else you got um number six is express yourself and so 
what they really mean by that is expressing gratitude to people that you care about, such as phone calls, mm-hmm. notes, Telling people like, that you're yeah. thankful for them. Because whenever I write express yourself, I'm like, what? Are we talking about like a Facebook post <laughs> that's like express yourself? You know? <laughs> but no, they were talking about telling other people that you care about them, um, that you're thankful for them and that type of thing. And I was like, wow. Hey, Bill, I That's kind of checking you. me just a little bit as well. <laughs> Thank you, too. Because that's something I, I know that I need to do more. Yeah, and, and and especially when you lose like a family, everybody says that too. Like at funerals, you see that it's like, I really wish I should would have told them I love them more or I spend more time with them. You know, yeah. that just the mindset that puts you in, and especially like in the line of work we're in, we see a lot of those moments where you're just kind of yeah. like, <sighs> yeah. And we counsel so many people through that time where they're like, man, I wish that I would have just spent a little more time right. with this person. Then you, then yeah, right. You know, and we see. Uh, spouses lo- losing uh, the other spouse, and that's really hard. When we come home, and yep. we got to think that it's going to be one of us. You know, it's fifty-fifty chance that's going to be one of us. You know, sitting there doing, going through that same exact thing. Yep. So we think about all those things, and that I'm thankful I have them for the the time that I have. And that's the hardest part of the job for me. Mm-hmm. You know, is sitting there watching that that one particular thing. That yeah. is the toughest. Yeah. Um, so I, you got to be thankful for what you have and the time, and then. Um, and then really need to tell everybody, and that is a, something that I think everybody fails at doing, telling people how much they actually mean to them. Yep. Um, yeah. So as you're writing your uh, Christmas cards out during the month of November, <laughs> oh please make gosh. sure that you're leaving a note for telling everybody how thankful you are. And when you send them out on December 1st, like normal people. <laughs> but you should fill them out in November so that you're ready. On December 1st. That's right. put them in the mailbox. It's a great exercise in thankfulness. Don't tell me you agree with that. I do. Um, Do I do it? No. But do I agree with it? Yes. Hunter, find gratitude in your challenges. (laughs) (laughs) I quit. (laughs) I can't take this harassment. (laughs) All right. Um, Number seven is spending time with loved ones. Perfect segue. Great job. Well, we haven't done eight yet. No, but I'm just saying what we were talking about before was a perfect segue (laughs) to that one. Yeah. Spending time with loved ones. So, Ben, what does it mean to, in your opinion, to actually spend time with loved ones? Well, it's not just I am physically there and I'm clicking off the time until I can leave, right? To spend time with loved ones is to to actually sit down with them, to to be with them, to eat a meal with them, to talk to them, to, you know, you got to do that connection part of it or it's not really spending time with people. You know what I mean? Um, and so, you know, we sit down and we do the altar podcast with Hunter and Jessica and, um, but we don't just like show up, set up the stuff and go. Um, you know, a lot of times we didn't today, but a lot of times we sit down and we eat dinner together and we hang out a little bit and it's just a good time to be together. Um, you know, grow the bond, do the stuff. Um, and so anyway, yeah, I think, I think that you have to be, um, I think you have to leave hurry behind. If you're going to spend time with people. And I think that you're, the way you spend time with loved ones should mirror the way that you spend time with Christ. Oh, yeah. Because um, this should be, I mean, this is another relationship that you're just, you know, feeling. Mm-hmm. So, and it should be treated, and that one should be even more so. So, really, that when we spend time with Christ, the that should be the mirror for how we spend time with other people. Yep. Um, because why would you not want to spend more time with him than you do anybody else? Yeah. He is the most important thing we have. Last one. Number eight. 
improve your happiness in other areas of your life. Ooh, that's cool. So, question on that. Mm-hmm. Should we be happy about all things at all times, or is our happiness based on situational happiness? Oh, no. I mean, it, it sounds weird, but you cannot be happy for literally everything all the time. Like, if you think about it, you know, my cat got ran over on the right in the road. Like, you can't be happy about that. <laughs> you, Why mean, did we go there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, well, I mean, you could go to more morbid places, you know. But, like, that I'm just... <laughs> I know, it was bad. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you shouldn't be happy about things that are not logical to be happy about. Mm-hmm. It's not a healthy thing to... I'm going to be, I'm just going to smile through it, even though I hate what's going on right now. <laughs> I'm going to force myself. That's no, that's, that's the unhealthy place to be. I wish we had a video of that. <laughs> <laughs> great. But, um, no, actually, so I was, um, I was actually preaching a sermon the other day and I felt like the Lord revealed something to me and it was that mourning is a choice and that mourning is a choice that you should make. Now, sadness may not be, depression even may not be, but to truly mourn the way you should is a choice because you should look the thing full in the face knowing that it's going to be a terrible thing to go through. However, also knowing that, for instance, the person that you mourn for doesn't want you to stay in that place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, that's not a time to be happy, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a time to be happy that your loved one passed necessarily. Yet, it's okay to feel the negative feelings. It's okay to go through it and hopefully come out better on the other side. So, no, you shouldn't be happy about everything at all times. So, and I guess I asked that because that's a... I think that thing is popular today. Yeah. Like, well, you should be happy. You you know, uh, find joy in Christ. Just find even in the bad situations, find joy in Christ. Well, yeah, we're we're yeah. joyful in Christ at all times, right? Yeah. I'm joyful because He gave me life and life abundantly and things like that. But I can be sad in some situations. Yeah. Um, and it's weird because there's this weird dichotomy in the world where some people you talk to and they're like, "You should have joy in everything." Now, joy in Christ is different than happiness, right? right? But people, but people don't act like that sometimes. People yeah. are like that should fuel your happiness through every situation. Yeah. Well, and I mean, the the joy of of my salvation does help me through those times of weakness and sadness. And so that's loss. why we don't stay there, right? It's okay to be broken, but it's not okay to stay broken. Yes, and see, that's the other thing that I was I was going to mention is, you know, people go to two extremes either like you should be happy all the time. Or you should always you should feel the sadness of the world and you should let it press down on you. And if you feel sad, you should stay in that place as long as you. They say as long as you need to, mm-hmm. but that means that I could stay there forever, and that's not the healthy thing to do either. Again, you have to look it full in the face, take ownership of what you have to take ownership of, deal with your stuff, and move on. Well, the Bible says, "Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep." Yes. So obviously, there's a time to be happy and there's a time to be sad. Yeah. Oh, the good old book of Ecclesiastes. There's a time to mourn and there's a time <laughs> to laugh. And I think that's why it's so important too for us to have a solid relationship with Jesus. And so if we're praying and seeking the Lord all the time, I think it's easy sometimes when we fall in, or at least for me, whenever I fall into the, like the pit of despair, if we want to <laughs> <laughs> call it that, was that a, uh, Pit of Despair. Isn't that a uh, Princess Bride reference? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, whenever I fall into that sense of sadness is that I kind of get like, I don't know, like a Christ check that I really don't need to be in that pit of despair because mm. Jesus died for our sins and I have 
you know, there's worse things in the world than me being super sad that, I don't know, I didn't get to, I don't know, buy those Halloween Oreos at whenever <laughs> they left the store but or whatever. And I don't think I told anybody this. I don't even think I told you this, Jess. Um, <clears throat> so uh, Ben helped me uh, write my new resume mm-hmm. for my job, or, or, and I was applying for a kind of a promotion um, in a different department. And I was told Ben, I said, I feel really good. I got an interview, and it went really, really well. And that manager was like, hey, I'm going to hire you. And something come up that the job posting had to get canceled. I told Ben, I said, no, I'm really depressed. I was. <laughs> I was pretty bummed. And so I got word today that the job that just that I just uh, pretty much that was going to get and something happened that it got canceled, they just laid off the person that they oh, were going to hire man. for that. So, yeah. So you'd be laid off right now. Yeah. Ooh, that's rough. So it's the providence of God that. So it's just like in those moments, you know, you just got to have the uh, faith in the little things, even in the you know, the pit of despair that you feel like you just kind of dove into when something didn't go your way. That I have I have hope in Christ that, that he knows what's going to happen, that he, uh, that he, he knows um, everything God for me. for unanswered prayers. <laughs> Good old Alan. Was it Alan? No, nah, it was Garth Brooks. Oh, Garth Brooks. <laughs> I don't know. One of them. Yeah. And, and, and just, it's the thing is, is like, I just got to trust that he works all things together for my good. Yep. And and it's for those who live in his will. Yeah. Right. And so I, I trust that I and pray that I stay in his will. And, and I look, man, what's going to happen is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I still have a job today because of that. Yeah. And that's what my boss even told me. He's like, oh, man, things happen. People get laid off here. And this job that you have now is secure. He's like, when you go out there, and he goes, it might not be. And it was mm-hmm. a, I got a phone call yesterday. He said, you see why now the boss called me. He's like, you see why now we didn't hire you because we, I knew things were coming down the pipeline. Oh, wow. man. Yeah. That's something. And he couldn't tell you that. He either. couldn't tell me that because he wasn't sh- for sure. He's That's why he said it might reopen later. Mm-hmm. And oh, he was, wow. Right. He was like, so I don't know what's going to happen, but this is what we foresee. And he's like, I didn't want to hire anybody and mm-hmm. then get laid off. Yeah. So, yeah. So be thankful that we have a God who knows and cares and trusts about our futures and yeah. our families. Yeah, because God's will is not the will of the world. No. Right. No. The The Bible says that his ways are so much higher than our ways. Like, as high as the heavens are above the earth, that's how high his ways are above ours. Can't understand, even if we wanted to. So, there you go. What's next? Yeah. Well, so... Last thing, secret thankfulness number seven. Something we did not put on the list. Wait, what is this? What? Number nine? I thought we did eight. We so did would eight. this be nine? Oh, okay, this would be ben, nine. Ben, where have you been? <laughs> he doesn't know anything about Abraham Lincoln. I, he doesn't know how to kill. Just because it's 1043 at night, man, does not mean. <laughs> He's like, it's too, whoa. <laughs> I don't even remember what I was going to say now. <laughs> Oh, well. Mystery number seven. I know. Number nine. What was it? Though? What was I going to say? Oh, what was it? It was so good. I was going to say something. It was going to be fire. <laughs> Y'all were going to be like, wow. Well, it okay. must not have been that great. must not have been that great. I'm not editing this out either. So that's... <laughs> I wish you would. All right. So last thing. So let's talk about thankfulness from a biblical perspective. Luke 17, 11 through 19 tells a story of these 10 guys who all have leprosy. And so it says, on the way to Jerusalem, he, talking about Jesus, was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers 
who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they were cleansed, and as they went, sorry, they were cleansed, then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return to give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. So, what do we see in this story real quick about biblical thankfulness? Well, number one, we have to realize what God did for us, and we also have to realize that what God, for, God does for us, we cannot do for ourselves. Right. Uh, we were, I was talking about the Beatitudes the other day, and the first Beatitude is blessed are the poor in spirit. But that word poor in spirit, another way that you could translate that is to make a beggar of yourself. It's to drive yourself to beggary. Um, but part of that is to realize that God does things for you that you can't do for yourself. The poor in spirit are those who know that God's righteousness is something they can't have unless they go to God for it. And that's what happens here. And so we realize God does for us. And there's nothing that we could have done to make that happen except that God was so good. Another thing that we have to realize in the story is that it says that as they went, they were cleansed. Um, and, you know, sometimes things happen, and God does things for us in the craziness of life. That as we go, God is still with us. As they went, they were cleansed. And this guy, he, he realizes what happens, right, which is what we just talked about. And so he, it says, then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back. Sometimes we just have to turn back. We have to turn away from the worldly things. We have to stop what we're doing, even though it's so important, quote-unquote. And we have to realize that God is bigger than that, and we just have to stop for a minute. We have to turn back. Not only does he turn back, but it says he, was, he turned back praising God with a loud voice. I think it's significant that it says it was loud because a loud voice means that you don't care who's hearing. Mm-hmm. You don't care that somebody else is listening to the fact that you're praising God for what he's done for you. It says that he fell on his face at Jesus' feet. That is true humility. There's no greater humility than to fall on your face before someone. And that's what this guy does. He humbles himself. The Bible says that God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And that's what we see here. Um, he falls at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. And then the last thing is so important. And we, we, a lot of times we skip over it. It says, now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, we're not ten cleansed. Where are the nine? Was no one found to return to give praise to God except this foreigner? The Samaritans in Jesus' day were, were people that the Jews typically looked down upon. Now, we know that Jesus didn't look down upon this person, but I do think he was making a point here. Mm-hmm. The point is this. <clears throat> the Jews would have looked down on this man, but this man was the only one that turned back and was thankful. The implication is that the nine who didn't turn around and come back to thank him were all Jews. And this guy was a Samaritan. The point is this. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you've done. You have to realize that God does things for you, and you've got to be thankful for them. And so, lastly, on this point, the Bible says that literally every good and perfect gift comes from above. If there's anything good in your life, a lot of people are like, well, I just don't feel like there's anything I could praise God for today. Guess what? If there's literally anything good in your life, you can praise God for it. And then that just gripes my gears, but I'm not going to dive into that. Stupid sheep. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I think that this story expresses what Christians do today. Mm -hmm. And except for they, you know, being healed of leprosy, he healed us from our our sin. Yeah. 
Uh, I think I think he was it was before we started the podcast, wasn't it? I was getting the equipment out, and mm-hmm. he was uh, going on some spiritual rant about <laughs> <Sounds like me. laughs> about that. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess that is true." That we, yeah, we have to be thankful that he, we he made us alive in him mm-hmm. and seated us in heavenly places. Yeah, like with him mm-hmm. for eternity. Mm-hmm. Like that is the thing. We we do not think about this enough. Yeah. We think that it is Thursday. I got <laughs> to go work tomorrow. Right. And I got to do this and I got to do that. Yeah. Except, but but and you know, it's like, oh, why do I got to do this? Why can't I just hit the lottery? Yeah. You know, it's like he made us in him. Yep. And he's gonna he set us apart. He like he has like he has already done this. Yeah. And set us apart to be seated with him in heavenly places. Yeah. And I'm just like that that amazes me. Yeah. I'm super thankful. So we've we've talked about some of the practical ways that we are thankful. We've we've gone through a biblical standard for it. Jessica, will you do me a favor and talk? We have. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say, I think we've all been like yakking so much because we're used to it that we really haven't given her a chance to get a word. That's in very twice. true. Yeah. So you have to fight for words here. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's that so, so true. So interrupt, Hunter. Yeah. So we've given we've given some practical ways to be thankful. But just in case there are people out there who are like, well, I don't know what I should be thankful for. We have a cool little graphic that gives us the top 10 things that people are thankful for. Would you give us the top 10 things on that list? Family, health, friends, memories, uh, personal freedom, stability, fun experiences, opportunities, achievements, and wealth. Gotcha. Those are from top to bottom. Top to bottom. That is an ordered list. So this is a, a survey that was done by Lifeway. It does say that respondents could pick all of the above, but they were told to go through and pick the things that they are the most thankful for. And so among American adults, now this is just in America, family is number one. 84% of people said that they are thankful for their family. Well, my family listens to this, so I can't say anything. No, I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Mom. I only have like two cousins. <laughs> No, you have more than two cousins. Oh, you have a bunch of cousins. I, know. I don't know. Oh, I did she say listens to this? Yeah. I was about to say, because I met a lot of her cousins. There's like an army of those things. <laughs> yeah. And you only met like a handful. <laughs> That's really true. Hunter walked in and was like, wow, there's like a whole army of you. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I mean, one of those cousins is like our biggest fan. Hey, Keith. Yes. Hey, Shout man. out to Keith. Yeah. 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 Oh, by the way, I better, I better do this again before I forget. Another one of our biggest fans, family-wise, are my two nephews. Hey, Mason and Miles. What's up, guys? Shout out to the nephews. Yeah. Yeah. Thankful for family. Health. I. You know what? I don't thank God enough for, for my health. I got out of bed this morning. <laughs> I had two legs. Like, I could walk on them. It was awesome. You got out of bed. It was like, ow, my knee. <laughs> <laughs> that sucker did pop like a crazy person. But it was awesome still. Friends. Friends. Hey. Jessica, we are so thankful for you. I was about to say that. I was this close. (laughs) That you were thankful for Jessica. (laughs) No, I was going to say, Dina, we're thankful for you, but not Ben. That's okay. Ben, I'm thankful for you. Oh, I'm thankful for you. Somebody has to be. Yep. And memories. Memories. I live on memory lane. Precious. Oh, yeah, you do. (laughs) You know what? I do really appreciate on Facebook how they have that... um, I don't know, time hop or whatever it's called, where you can look back at different things that have happened in the past. And I look at all those fun trips that we've taken mm-hmm. places, and it's so much fun. 
like here in just a few more months, we'll have the time hop of when we went to Arizona and then when we went to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Those are just fun times. Yeah. Yeah, because we went to Colorado in like a January and then we went to Arizona in what, February? Mm-hmm. So those are fun. Yeah. Uh, and that, I mean, just going to some places with friends and, and, and family is always a good time. Mm-hmm. <coughs> you just got to be thankful for those times. Yep. Because they won't always be there. Yeah. That's true. Because Ben is like 40 years older than I am. So there's going to be like a good 40 years <laughs> hey, I won't sir, have Ben. Sir. <laughs> sir. He's only <laughs> 10. <laughs> <laughs> we may have to cut that time a little shorter right now. <laughs> I'll get my slingshot out, Mr. Giant. can't believe you're so old, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> well, <Wow>. 36. <laughs> 36. Anyway, that's beside the point. Hey, you know what else the people are thankful for on this list? Personal freedom. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> I got, I, it's America. I can worship <laughs> Jesus. With we my, will kind of be talking about this in November. We will be. Well, <laughs> and we got to be thankful too that we can say pretty much whatever we want to right here. Yeah. Just short we of like making We don't have to get in a boat and go all the way across the ocean and then live in a boat during the harsh winter yeah. months yep. for half of us to die. I'm <laughs> just so, I'm <laughs> hey, why did the pilgrims make the trek again? What was that for? Religious freedom. Religious freedom. Religious freedom. Ben, exactly. what is up with you today? I wasn't asking because I wanted to know. <laughs> that was, and I was asking because I, I was trying to make a point. I, I don't know. In that particular case, your I was, eyes. Was, I was. I was. They were glowing because I was trying to make a point. <laughs> your eyes are seeking information. They sir. were. I, they were so that I could make a point, which is this: we didn't have to do that, like Dina was saying. I was just trying to wrap up her point. Well, I was going to say I'm thankful for the personal freedom to be able to read books and know that Abraham Lincoln <laughs> was oh around at the end of you the Civil children. War. You know what I'm thankful for? The end of this podcast is coming soon. Is that stability? Because that's the next one. <laughs> I wish. I, yeah. Oh, here's one that I'm thankful for. Fun experiences, which this is not right now. <laughs> As you laugh. I know. I am actually having fun. So stability do. is a thing. Let's, let's go back. Don't, don't jump. I know. But so I, I was stability is a, is a thing that we don't uh, be think about it a lot. So Brent, Brent Hall, one of our good friends yeah. from Arizona, uh, was at our wedding. And he was talking to me while this was off doing something. And he was like, just remember, women will always be happy as long as they feel safe and stable in their home. And um, I, th- I think he got divorced after that, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but um, that has always stuck with me in the sense of just trying to make my family feel safe and stable in their own home. Mm. And reading about that, it's, oh, it seems to be actually the correct uh the correct way that women's brains work. Hmm. And then after that, you know, stability creates fun experiences because hmm. we're able to do, you know, things because we're stable. Yeah. Look at that. That's good. Thanks. That's good. Sorry, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what else we're thankful for? Opportunities. <laughs> People don't think about that one either. Well, the opportunity to do so many things in this country. We talked about uh, volunteering, mm-hmm. um, but literally the opportunity to spread the gospel with very minimal challenges oh, in yeah. this country is amazing. I mean, we get hate on the internet. I think whenever our first episode aired, there was a couple of idiots on the yeah. on the Facebooks. Yeah, uh, but we like we're able to to reach hundreds of people. Yeah, around the world. Yeah. Um, and without 
any challenges. Like mm. literally, we just had to pay to, to, <laughs> to buy the equipment. Right. Well, and that's amazing. Where in other countries, if we would have said something that their their government didn't like, we could be jailed. Oh yeah, which is insane. Yeah, yeah. We have opportunities we don't even realize. And and that's what G- and Jesus even tells us these things. He's like, go preach the gospel to all creation. Mm-hmm. And this that's the opportunity. You breathe, right. preach the gospel. Right. Your your life. Should preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. You waking up in the morning and your knee pops and it hurts. That's just <laughs> you should still be preaching the gospel. I'm just praising Jesus. I was able to get out of bed. Hallelujah! Well, and, and you going to work? Like, you're like, we talked about. Like <laughs> <new>. <laughs> we talked about uh, living that Christian life with, uh, and then we talked about with Alex Kennedy, mm-hmm. um, how to spread the gospel. Yep. And I think Dina made it. Says she's like, I don't have to tell people that I'm a Christian. They just know by the way I live my life. My life is the example. And that is the people knowing me, and their that's the opportunity. My everything I do is an opportunity yep. to spread the gospel. Achievements, achievements. Ch- I mean, I think it's also as well. Um, achievements is something we don't look at enough because we don't want to be prideful. Mm-hmm. We don't want to boast in ourselves, and that's that's a hard line to walk as a Christian as well. Yep. To be to to be humble, um, and to not boast in ourselves, but boast in the finished works of Christ. But also be proud in the things that we've done. In life, mm-hmm. going to college or whatever, uh, yep. you you just I think it's okay to be to be happy with things that you've done, right. um, as long as they just don't define you. <clears throat> and wealth, I think wealth falls in with stability and fun experiences because when you have wealth, you can do those things. It's hard to be stable without wealth. Yeah. Um, I think that if you have not taken Financial Peace University, you need to, you because it would really help you with. Almost everything on this list. Yeah. So, last 10%, what are we walking away with? And everybody answers this question to our new co-host. So, Ben, tell us 10%, last 10%, what is it? So, what am I walking away with? So, one of the things that I'm walking away with is is the sense that I do need to be more thankful and more happy just in my general everyday life. Um the the story of the the Samaritan who is healed of his leprosy really sticks out to me because there are plenty of times when I don't turn back and praise God with a loud voice. I continue on in my way, and I stay quiet about things. Um, and so i i want to I want to try to do better at that. Um, I want to try to to be more thankful for um, my wife and just for the things that are that that God has blessed me with every day. Um, and in particular, I really want to, I've been working on this for the past couple months. I really want to try to be more present in situations because I'm always thinking of the next thing, the next place, the next whatever. Um, I really want to try to stick with the here and now. And so if I'm going to practice being thankful, those are my big takeaways. Dina? So I feel like, I don't know, if you know me outside of the podcast, (laughs) you know that I'm usually a pretty generally happy person who's usually bubbly and bouncing around and all that. But, um, and so I do think that I express that I am thankful for things, but I think I also need to be encouraging of others to be thankful as well and to allow to give them the opportunity to do that. And then also just while I am thankful for most things, I think expressing, um, that thankfulness and notes and different things like that. Cause I love a good note <laughs> or <laughs> <a> gift. <laughs> I do love that. <laughs> um, 
but also just to give that to others as well. So hmm. just to say, hey, thank you for being my friend. So hmm. Jessica. Family. Why is that? Well, family, um, a lot of people don't have family that they can count on. A lot of people, they're just, they're doing life on their own, really. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's sad, really. Um, a lot of families, they fight and they kind of separate and uh, arguments get in the way. And then sometimes the children suffers from, because their parents are fighting with their siblings and this and that and the other. Mm-hmm. Um, some some of my family, they I haven't seen some of my cousins in a few years, and that's because my mom's siblings, they can't all get along. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be it would be nice to see some of my uh, cousins again because we were really close growing up. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you just got to be thankful for family. Mm-hmm. What's the what do you think the best way is that you can do that? How how do you be thankful for family in the best way? Just thank God for him. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. Like you said, don't don't think about the next day. Yep. Hunter, yeah. what's your what's your last ten percent? Um. <clears throat> well, it, it actually happened earlier today. Um, I was d- just got home from work. I came home a little early today and um, laid on the couch and was playing with my my daughter Lily and she was trying to steal my pillow and so we fought for 45 minutes over this pillow <laughs> but just to sit there and enjoy and be thankful that you know like just said uh, god gave me a beautiful family and that um i need i need to enjoy the moment now because she's not always going to be that little um even though i got a spare <laughs> 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 but um just but to really just relish in every second that I can. Because mm-hmm. um, like we said earlier, we're not home a, a terrible a lot, you know, because we, we do so much out in the community and things like that. Mm-hmm. But just like today, we went from work to, to football practice to podcast, and mm-hmm. it's going on 11 o'clock. Yeah. So, um, but I try to, every every second, we try to soak up every bit of church time with them and just we try to take them everywhere with us. Yeah. You know, we're not scared to take our kids with us anywhere that we go. That's why I have to threaten to kill them so they don't mind <laughs> people. <laughs> um, but you know, that, that's my biggest thing. Yeah. Just, just be thankful for in the moment. Mm-hmm. But cool. I think too, like taking your children with you to all these different places helps them to be more well-rounded adults mm-hmm. once they, you know, get bigger because they're going to be like, watching you guys how you react when you go to the bank when you go to the store when um you're frustrated how do you handle those emotions oh gosh i please do not let her look at me up during a football game wow. <laughs> coach oh lord so uh hunter maybe you need to change some things it sounds like that's prob- your 10 percent. i probably should stop coaching <laughs> <laughs> um so there is a thing we do at the end. There Jess, is. Jessica's a good listener at a, to our podcast, uh, so she knows the the deal. But this segment is called Dina's Fun Facts. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. So there was a survey of the top ten Thanksgiving foods. I feel like we're playing Family Feud. <laughs> 
But I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> All right. So can you guess what the top ten Thanksgiving foods are in a traditional Thanksgiving <sighs> meal? Turkey. Yes. Nice. That is number nice. one. With Stuffing. percent Huh? Stuffing. That is number three. Mashed potatoes. That is number two. Yes. Oh, one, three, and two Look at off that. the you board. You guys are doing so much better on this than you were Halloween candies. I know, right? Macaroni and cheese. That is number 10. Whoa. Wow, 10? Whoa. Yes, only 62% of people surveyed uh, had mac and had cheese. Had mac and cheese. They're probably Which, healthy people. Uh, what was it? Was it Allie from Washington State who didn't have mac and cheese at Thanksgiving? Mm, maybe. I don't remember. I think so. Corn cob jelly. Oh, son. <laughs> so, actually, corn was number 11, so I didn't... It was top, we're, going, we're talking about top 10, but... But what corn, about corn, corn cob is jelly? is a, a mentionable a 11. A oh. Yeah. What about yams? That sweet is potatoes. number 7 with sweet potatoes. Sweet. They, they put sweet potatoes slash yams. Okay. Cranberry sauce. No. No. Oh, I hate cranberry what? sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean you have to like it. <laughs> My favorite cranberry sauce is shaped like the can it came out of. Oh, Green yeah. beans. Green beans. Green beans is number nine. Oh. Man. Um, so we have one, two, three. So you're missing four, five, six, and eight. Rolls. That is number four. Yeah. Good job, Ben. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bread slash rolls, yeah. Yeah. Ham. That is number five. Oh, okay. Are you well, all looking? First Are you off, able to see first my off, list? No. first off, first off, I got something to say about that real quick. <laughs> what? Turkey should only be, and I don't like turkey. Okay, I love turkey. Man, I've I just been talking about. I've been very negative. Have today. you just not had good turkey? That's maybe, probably what maybe, it is. That's probably what it is. Sorry, sorry. I'm not trying to say you can't cook turkey. I've <laughs> never made a turkey. Oh, see, boom. <laughs> <laughs> so, turkey is a Thanksgiving meat. Yes. Ham is a Christmas meat. Yes. Don't intermingle the two. Why, Why? not? You can have thanks you can have turkey and ham no, on you can't. Thanksgiving. No, you can't. Yes, you can. Because Come it, to my family's fa- Thanksgiving dinners and we have both. Lord, they have that and everything Because I'm else. the person that makes ham. Well, okay, but you know what? It is a Christmas dish. You should not No, no, just can, no. Can Why you not can't have you ham have... any other time of the year than Christmas? Ben, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> Listen, this is what my family does, which there's like 70 or 80 of us. So, many. so we have regular so baked many. turkey, we have deep fried turkey, and we have ham. Okay, but I'm just and like saying, three kinds of ham. don't you get tired of turkey and ham by the time Christmas rolls around? No, because no. we eat it all by the time it's like the next day. Uh, we we're, we're, we're sick and tired of ham, ham and turkey. Turkey and okay. stuffing. Well, and you don't eat the turkey. Yeah, so I know. And green beans. Like oh, I don't yeah. want to look at a Thanksgiving mi- meal until like 2075. You're you know crazy. what the problem is? Is that you don't invite enough people to come to your Thanksgiving. Because I don't like people. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look back at what people said. All right, you know, anyway, you know what else is awesome about that? Still turkey sandwiches. Sorry. Yes. America with light. Oh, okay. What gravy. Else? It's gravy on there. Gravy is yes. number eight. Nice. Good job. You are missing... One thing. So we have turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, corn, green beans, yams, rolls. Is there a casserole on there? Oh, no. Hash browns. No. (laughs) Well, this is something. It does involve potatoes. Potato wedges. (laughs) So it is actually, you you won't guess it, scallop potatoes. That was going to be my next guess. No, it wasn't. That's the only other kind of potato I can... Even possibly think of after mashed. I was gonna say red potatoes, scalloped potatoes. You got cheese. 
Captain. <laughs> I got cheese. So, now. Uh-oh. So, can you guess? Okay, so this is done by the American Farm Bureau. How much does a traditional, estimated traditional Thanksgiving dinner cost for, this is the projected for 2022 cost, um, for 10 people. $750. Well, with inflation wow. and gas prices to go to the store, and da, 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 I'm going to say $83.72. Oh, way low. No. Way what? Way low. Really? You're, you're way low. You know what? Okay, so I don't know where they're shopping uh-huh. because I can't even buy, like, one meal that's not a Thanksgiving meal. Mm. So they say that for 10 people Wait. that it should cost... Jessica, how much is it going to cost? Oh, for a Thanksgiving meal? Yeah. A uh, turkey's roughly twenty-some dollars. Yeah. Right. So how much do you think total? Round it off. Uh, Whole everything. All the trimmings. Trimmings. A hundred. <laughs> close to 200 maybe. Whoa! See, that's what I would think. But they claim that it's only $68.72. What? Uh, that it's no. an average of $6.87 per person. They, that's not even Cracker Barrel prices. No. Like, you know, you know. I'm going to charge everybody who comes to my house $6. So, <laughs> <laughs> I do agree with this. So in 2020, um, they said that, well, I don't agree with the prices, but I agree with the inflation prices. So in 2020, they said that the average cost was $46.90. It went increased by fourteen percent in twenty twenty one for to fifty three dollars and thirty one cents, and another fourteen percent to sixty eight dollars and seventy two cents. I can't eat at McDonald's for forty three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? More. I went to Walmart today just to grab a few things, and I couldn't get over at how much everything mm-hmm. cost. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know what I'm thankful for? What's that? That God has blessed us with jobs to even pay for the inflation prices. That's true. Hallelujah. That's true. But you know what? Here's what we want to do in the month of November. We want to just make sure that people are with their families and that they are just eating. I don't care how much it costs. You know, bring your own food from Cracker Barrel. It won't it'll cost you more than $6.72. I promise you It will, it that. will cost you more than that at Cracker Barrel. Uh, <laughs> it costs probably 10 You can come to my house and I'll just charge you $7. That's you it. Wow. I know. That's it. I'm going to Hunter's for Thanksgiving. Seven bucks. Seven dollars. My wife's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we will have ham. <laughs> so, this week, reach out to somebody, tell them that you're thankful for them, and appreciate the things that you have. Hey, that was man. so good. That was good. You know what? You know what I'm going to do when I get done with here? What? I'm going to bed. And I'm thankful <laughs> for my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thankful for my bed. You know what else I'm going to do, Ben? What's that? I'm going to be thankful for the Bible because I'm going to try to go read some of it. Oh, good. Proud of that's you. what you're going to do. Yep. You know what? What? Next episode's on what? Oh, next episode. So we are going to talk about... So November 8th is Election Day. God bless America. That's it. And so we are going to be talking about the freedom that we have in America. And can you be a Christian and be a patriot at the same time? Yep. So we're going to be talking about so we're thankful. thankful patriots. Thankful patriots. Because we are thankful for the freedom in this country. Mm-hmm. But how do we balance the two? How do we be citizens of America and balance that freedom? And But also, and more importantly, be citizens of heaven. Yep. Because I think sometimes we see 
one extreme and the other extreme. Where does your identity lie? Oh, good question. So, thanks for joining today. Thanks for listening to this whole podcast. And we are thankful for you. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Altered Podcast. Be sure to listen next week for a brand new episode. Also, be sure to connect with us on The Altered Podcast Facebook page for updates and other cool content. See you next week.